Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. New Year, New Fears. That's the title of my message today on this first Sunday in 2021. And today we're going to be reading from Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1 to 8. And this is what it says. It was in the year King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. Attending him were mighty seraphim, each having six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they flew. They were calling out to each other, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of heaven's armies. The whole earth is filled with his glory. Their voices shook the temple to its foundations, and the entire building was filled with smoke. Then I said, it's all over. I'm doomed, for I'm a sinful man. I have filthy lips, and I live among a people with filthy lips. Yet I have seen the King, the Lord of heaven's armies. Then one of the seraphim flew to me with a burning coal he had taken from the altar with a pair of tongs. He touched my lip with it and said, see, this coal has touched your lips. Now your guilt is removed and your sins are forgiven. Then I hear the Lord asking, whom should I send as a messenger to this people? Who will go for us? I said, here I am, send me. Well, this is the moment we've all been waiting for. 2021 is finally here. It's a brand new year. And you know, for many people, it's an exciting time. Many people love the start of the new year. And they love it because it's a, a time filled with unending potential. Everyone's excited about what might come. I'm sure maybe many of you are who are watching online today. You're excited about this year. Maybe you've started writing down your goals for this year. Things that you want to achieve. Many people start making New Year's resolutions and how, about changes that they want to make to their lifestyle. And maybe changes they want to see in their health in particular. It's an exciting time. Maybe it's an exciting time because you're going into a new school year and, and you're excited about what's ahead. Maybe it's an exciting time because you're starting a new job or, or you've taken on a new role within your job place and you're excited about that. Maybe it's an exciting time for your relationship. Maybe there's new, new exciting dreams that you have this year. You know, many people are excited and we like planning for the new year. We like dreaming about the new year. And maybe even you're hoping that we'll get to plan for a holiday holiday sometime in 2021. That's what I'm hoping for, that because of this new vaccine, which is, has come and it's been approved, I'm hoping that we will be able to have a holiday at some point. It's an exciting time, the new year for many, many people. A brand new start, a clean page, a new chapter, and we're looking forward to it. But you know, the new year can be difficult for many people and, and maybe you find the new year difficult as well. Because the start of a new year can be filled with anxiety. It can be a time where people are filled with worry. And maybe you feel like that. Maybe today as you're watching this, you're filled with fear at the year ahead. Maybe you're dreading what's ahead of you. Maybe it's because of fears and things that have taken place in the previous year. Maybe you're worried about things that have happened last year and they've carried over into this year and you're just scared about what lies ahead of you. And maybe you're afraid as well because the effects of this pandemic still haven't gone away. 
Yes, we've had good news. This vaccine is, is here and it's beginning to roll out. But, you know, I know people in my age group, we won't be having it until the very end. And maybe you feel afraid because, yes, it's a brand new year, but there are still the same problems, still the same worries, still the same issues within our world. But maybe at the start of this new year, maybe you've got new fears as well as these old fears from last year. Maybe you've got fears about your health at the start of this year. Maybe you had some bad news last year and, and maybe you've got some worries about your health this year. Maybe you're worried about going back to work because of difficulties with the boss or maybe with your colleagues in the workplace. Maybe you're scared about going back to school this year because you've got exams and, and you're worried about your future and about your career and what you will go on to do. Maybe you're worried about starting university or college for the first time, meeting new people, leaving your friends behind. Maybe you're afraid because of something that's going on in your relationship right now and you're afraid of what might happen. Maybe there's a family situation that you are afraid of. You know, the new year can be a time filled with fear and dread for many people. And maybe you can empathise with that today. Maybe that's how you are feeling today. You know, that's what change does to us, doesn't it? Change oftentimes fills us with fear and with worries and with anxieties. We like our routines. We are creatures of comfort. We like the same old, same old. And when change comes, it can cause fear to rise up within our lives. Uncertainty. And you know, the reason why we are often filled with fear is because we like to have control. You know, we don't like to admit this sometimes, but we're all control freaks in one way or another. We like to know what's happening. We like to know what's going on in our lives. We like to have control over every aspect of our lives. But the reality is, is that, the, that none of us really have any sort of control over every part of our lives. And you know, as we come to the book of Isaiah and this passage in Isaiah chapter 6, which we have read today, we see that the people of God right then, they were filled with fear and anxiety because it was a time of change. It was a new chapter in their lives. And the reason for this was that there was a king called Uzziah and he had reigned at that time for 52 years. He had been in charge for 52 years. But this news comes that King Uzziah had died. This king who had been reigning over them for 52 years in Jerusalem had died. And not only that, the nation at the time, it was filled with chaos. It was a mess because the people at that time, the people of God, they turned away from God. They rebelled from God. They were living in sin. And now people were afraid because their king had died and they were in a mess. What were they going to do? Their future was unsure. There was an uncertain time. Everything that could be shaken was being shaken. It was an unstable time. And it was very much like the time in which we are living in, a world which is in chaos, a world which is being shaken, an unsure time, an uncertain time about what's going to take place. Everything is shaken within the world. And I'm sure the people of God at that time, they were afraid, what's going to happen? How can we move forward now that our king has died? What's the future going to look like? Who's going to lead us? What's going to happen to our nation? What are we going to do? It was a time of instability. But you know, it's right in this moment that God who these people had turned away from, God didn't turn his back on them, but God spoke into this very situation. There was a man named Isaiah, and he was a man who loved God. He served God. He belonged to God. And in this moment, right at this time, when this news king came that the king had died and the nation was in uproar and feeling afraid, God gives Isaiah 
a vision. It was an incredible vision. God gives Isaiah this vision. And it wasn't a vision of a better future. Isaiah didn't have a vision of a brand new leader who will take control. But actually, it was a divine vision. It was an incredible vision. And the Bible tells us, it says this in Isaiah chapter 6, verse 1. It was in the year that King Uzziah died that I saw the Lord. He was sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. What was Isaiah's vision? Isaiah had a vision of the Lord. Isaiah saw the Lord. Can we just take a moment just to pause and think about that for a second? Maybe you're watching this and you're a Christian and you've read this passage many times, you've heard that many times, and we can become familiar with that. But can you imagine how incredible and how awesome that moment was? Isaiah saw the Lord. He had a vision of God on his throne. And maybe you're watching this and you're not a Christian, but can you imagine that picture? He saw the living God, the creator of the world. He saw him. He had a vision of God, the almighty, holy God, living God, all-powerful God. He saw the king of kings. And what did Isaiah see? What was God doing in this moment when everything in the world was shaken, when the people were afraid and they were afraid of the future? What was God doing at that moment? It says there in verse 1, he was sitting on a lofty throne and the train of his robe filled the temple. You know, when Isaiah saw the Lord, it doesn't say that it, when Isaiah writes about this vision, it doesn't say that the Lord was wandering around his throne room, panicking, worrying or coming up with a plan. He didn't have a chalkboard out writing down his plan. He didn't have his notebook out trying to come up with a plan of what was going to happen to Jerusalem and the people at that time. He wasn't wandering around panicking, worried like I often do when I'm afraid of when things are going through my mind. But the Bible says here, Isaiah says that when he saw the Lord, the Lord was sitting on the throne. And you might think, does that mean that God doesn't care? He's just sitting back and allowing all of this to happen. Does God not care about these people because of their sin? That's not the case at all. But the Bible says that he was sitting on the throne. And the reason why he was sitting on the throne it was because he was in complete control over everything. God wasn't caught off guard that Uzziah had died. God wasn't afraid about what was going to happen because he knew everything that was going to happen. That situation was in his hands. The future of the people of Jerusalem was in God's hands. The future of the world was in his hands. Everything was in God's hands. And that is why God was sitting down. It was a sign to show that God was in control. He wasn't afraid. He wasn't worried, wandering around, pacing back and forth. God was in control and he was seated on his throne. And you know, when Isaiah sees him, it says that he falls at God's feet as if dead. And in that moment, Isaiah realizes who he is and who God is. He realizes how powerful, how awesome, how mighty God is, especially as he's hearing the angels around him singing, holy, holy, holy. These angels who can't look at him because of God's holiness, because of God's purity. And Isaiah, he falls at God's feet like dead. And he says, look, I'm not even worthy to be in your presence. I shouldn't even be here. Isaiah realizes who he is and he realizes his sinfulness and his depravity. He realizes that in his moment and he falls at God's feet in surrender. But you know, this is a turning point in Isaiah's life and in the history of the people of God. It was a, a moment that God changed everything. Because I, God here, 
He forgives Isaiah. The seraphim flies over to him and touches his lips and purifies him and says, look, your sins have been forgiven. We see God's incredible mercy. But it was a turning point for Isaiah and for the people of God at that time. Because it was in that moment when Isaiah saw the Lord that he realized who is ultimately in control over all and who isn't in control. Isaiah saw and knew in that moment that God was in control of his future and the future of the people. And I want to say to you today, and I believe the Lord would say to us right at the start of 2021, that God is still on the throne. Did you know that today? God is still on his throne. He is still there today, despite all that is happening in our world, despite the chaos, despite everything that's happening, God is still on his throne. How do I know that? Listen to what it says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. This is a very familiar passage. It says, therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. And listen to this. Now he is seated in the place of honour beside God's throne. Know today that Jesus is alive that Jesus is victorious and he's victorious over sin, over Satan and over death. Jesus has won the victory and he is alive. And the Bible tells us that he is now seated at the right hand of his father. God is on the throne today. God is in control over everything today. So no matter what is going on in this world, no matter what is happening, no matter what Satan, the enemy, the devil might throw at you, know today that Jesus has won the victory over him all and he is seated at the right hand of his father. His work is nearly over. It is nearly complete because he's coming again. But Jesus has won the ultimate victory. He has won the ultimate victory and he is in complete control. Know today at the start of 2021 that God is still on the throne. He's on the throne today and he's on the throne forevermore. But I wonder and I challenge you as we come to the end of this message today. I wonder is God on the throne of your heart. Yes, God is on his throne. He's on the throne over everything. But I wonder, have you invited him into your life? And is he on the throne of your heart? Is he the Lord of your life? Is he in control of your life? You know, as, as I said at the beginning, one of the reasons why we're often afraid and filled with anxiety about the future is because we like to control everything. We like to know what's going on. We like to have it written down. We like to be in control over, our, over it all. But the reality is life will throw things at us that are beyond our control. And maybe you've experienced that. 2020, we've all experienced that. But it's a powerful reminder for us what happened last year, that we aren't in control of this world and we never will be. But there is one who is in control. And when we surrender our lives to him and when we place our trust in him, then we don't have to be filled with fear or anxiety, but we can be filled with peace. Know today that yes, our future isn't in our hands. And I thank God for that. But the, our future is in the hands of a God who loves for us, who cares for us, and the God who is all-powerful, almighty, and who is, in so, who is sovereign over all. And he's also in control of your eternity as well. And that's why I want to ask you that question. Is he on the throne of your heart? Because if he isn't, 
Today you can invite him to be the throne on the throne of your life. You can ask him to come into your life and be your Lord and Saviour. And it's all because of what Jesus has done. Jesus died on the cross to take the punishment for your sin and my sin. He died, he took our place so that we could be forgiven and reconciled to God. He did that to, so that we could know him. And I want to ask you, to, and I want to encourage you to invite him into your life today. You know, when we invite him into our lives, everything changes. You know, at the end of last year, I shared this just as we come to a conclusion. At the end of last year, there's been some things that have been going on in my life. And, and I've been afraid. It's been such a hard, 2020 was probably the most difficult year of my life. And, and it was difficult. It was hard. And there was a moment where I was so afraid of what was going to happen in the future because of something that's taken place in my own life. And it's crushed me. It's broken me. And there was a moment where I was just completely gripped with fear. I was terrified of what my future might hold. And I remember I was just sitting, I went down to my parents' house and I was sitting in the living room and I was honestly, I was totally gripped with fear about what was going to happen in the future. I was panicking and thinking about things, things that uh, uh, might not ever happen, but that's what fear does to us. But you know, it was in that moment that perfect love cast out fear because in that moment, God spoke to me by his Holy Spirit, spoke quietly into my heart and said, Luke, stop worrying. I'm in control of your life and I'm in control of your future. And I can tell you right now that the peace of God, which passes all understanding, it replaced all that fear and all that anxiety and all that worry in my life. And I knew in that moment, yes, I don't know what the future holds, but I'm so glad I know the one who holds my future. And yes, we don't know what the future holds, but we can know, you can know the one who holds your future and the future of this world. And I knew in that moment, and this verse came to my heart and into my mind and God dropped it in my heart. Romans 8 verse 28. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. This is a promise for the family of God, not for everybody, but for those who know Jesus, those who love God. And as I said, we might not know what 2021 holds, but we know the one who holds 2021 and beyond. Know today. That God is on the throne and that God is in control. He is sovereign over all. So I want to encourage you at the start of this year, surrender your life afresh to him. Give him your life. Give him your fears and allow him to replace those fears with faith. Ask God to give you a vision of himself. See him today. And I just want to end with these words. Matthew 6 verse 31 to 33. The words of Jesus. So don't worry about these things saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And he will give you everything you need. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe. And check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk. Have a great day.